Rebecca what up what up what up girl nothing what's up what's good with you nothing girl just living life what's new with you <sighs> living life like it's golden mm-hmm. <laughs> um I'm moving so that's what's new yeah me. moving on up moving on up to the east side <laughs> right <laughs> yeah so how do you feel um, it's kind of like bittersweet because um, I lived in this apartment for five years. Mm-hmm. And it does not feel like that long at it all. It does not. But uh, September will be like, whoop, girl, you've been here. Move on out. Mm-hmm. So, But I think I had a lot of like things happen in that apartment. So it's just like it's hard to close that chapter finally. Right. But you are moving on up. Yes. I love my new building. It's amazing. So dope. What about you? What's new with you? Um, as you guys know, I've been looking for my new home, which I think I found. But dealing with contractors and like inspectors and all this is like the worst. Yeah, it's a hefty ticket. Yeah, and it's like you're so afraid of everything and to make a wrong decision. So I feel the opposite. I'm so stressed out. And it's like, why am I do- trying to do this in the first place? Well, do you have a good um, real estate agent? I do. I love my agent, love my contractor, love my inspector. They're all great. Love my attorney. But um, it's just a really, like, scary thing. You know, I'm jumping into something huge, you know, Mm -hmm. huge investment. So I don't want anything to go wrong. So Yeah, I mean, just do your due diligence and your, you know, all your research on everything and you'll be fine. I feel like you don't really make bad decisions. Girl. (laughs) (laughs) We will see. But what I really need right now is this wine we drinking. Man, this wine sucks. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Y'all, she's no, lying. Don't I don't like even it. Lie to these people. Mm-mm. No, no, no. I like it. So it's from Massback Ridge Winery, which is in Galena. Take it back. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called Daffodil. It's a sweet white wine, and I like it. It is a little tart, but I like it. Well, give me some more, because I mean, ain't nobody walking. To, to me, to it bar. tastes like a um, sour grape or something, like a green grape. Yeah, it's very bitter, and it looks like pea. It's not bitter. <laughs> okay, the color is off, y'all. It's a little yellow. Like, that's how it tastes. Yeah, but it's good. So if you go to Galena, go to the Massback Ridge Winery and try it and let Rebe- Rebecca know it's good. Go to the winery, but do not mess up your taste buds with this one. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry. <laughs> But I would like to try Galena. I haven't been there. But I've heard great things about that winery up in Galena. Yeah, it's super cute and so remote. I'm going back next week, and I cannot wait to, like, tune out. There's no Wi-Fi. Mm. So I just want to put my phone down and just relax for the week. So, like, is this a family trip? How are you doing this? Yeah. So Wayne is coming with us, which he's not excited about because, you know, he lives for Wi-Fi and Fortnite. Mm Mm-hmm. But why didn't you leave him home with your parents? Because he hasn't had a break through this whole um, Corona stuff. Mm -hmm. Like he's been stuck in the house this whole time. So I just wanted him to get a change of scenery. Right. And I also think it's like it has to be difficult to um, have your kid on like maybe trying to make a romantic vacation. Like how do you make it romantic? Uh, You give them a separate room. 
Okay, I will not what? stay at a hotel unless it has a. It's a two bedroom suite. Oh, so like a connector. Yeah. Okay, because when you said in his own room, no, I'm no, like, no, this boy is like, like it's five. one room. Mm-hmm. But it has two bedrooms, okay. like the presidential suite or the whatever yeah, it is. When you said he was going with y'all, all I could just see is him sleeping in the middle of the bed. Oh, hell no. I don't travel like that. <laughs> no, you find whatever nice hotel you want, and then you see if they have a two-bedroom suite in that hotel. If mm-hmm. they don't, you don't stay there. And um, you bring your kid, and they got their alone time, and so And then so you. what happens if he walks in in the middle of the night of intimacy? <laughs> no, no, no. You learn how to knock, okay? You close that door, and you better, that's the first thing you teach your kid. The day they come home, learn how to knock. Dang. <laughs> yeah, like, what if parents, like, what are y'all, like, how do you guys set those boundaries with your kids? Like, that is the most annoying part to me about having kids, is, like, the boundaries part. Well, for me, um... He set his own boundary Mm. because I didn't know that he would walk in and he happened to Mm, one time. And so he will never (laughs) walk into my room again. But doesn't he hate you for that? Like, he's like, mom. Um, He, for a while, he was really um, sad about it. Oh, um, I don't know why little boys are like that. My friend has a, a boy. She's a boy mom as well. Mm-hmm. And her son was like, mom, you're so disgusting. See, he was like sad. Like he was crying and he was just oh. like, why were you doing that? Oh. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and so it forced me to, you know, go into another conversation with him and all that and letting him know, like, we're adults. We're grownups. We love each other. Y'all are you married. Know. Like, right. This is a part of it. So. But, yeah, that's when he learned to never walk into a room again. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, to the pits of my stomach, yikes. Yeah, that probably I'm was scarred the most for him, and I didn't even walk embarrassing in. moment. Yeah, I'm scarred. <laughs> I feel raped. <laughs> oh, my God. But that's a good segue into our topic for this week. Okay. We are talking about intimacy. Ooh, la, la. Yes. So you have um, a listener letter, right? I do. I do. Are we talking about that first? Yeah, let's pull that up. And we have someone who asks us a question, and it always happens that way, where we pick our topic and then someone asks us something related to our topic. Yeah, I think it's really cool that um, we're talking about intimacy, even though I'm not really the most comfortable talking about this kind of stuff. But you know what? you got to get grown. Yeah, guys, I can't even get grown. Okay, let's get to this listener letter. Okay, hey, ladies, I have been in a toxic relationship for the past two years. Yikes. Uh, Yeah, my significant other has cheated on me multiple times with women, attempted to ruin my reputation, financial security, and I have always risen above and never spoke poorly about him. Hmm. Okay, but she began to put a little to the side because she said, mama ain't raised no fool. Good for her. Right. So she always kept a little to the side. Um, She said, I knew he wasn't it, but just him giving, I just wanted to give him time to redeem himself, and I wanted him to be the truly his best self, Mm -hmm. okay? So she's been holding it down for the past few months, and she recently met someone, guys. Ooh, okay. (sighs) Guys, I'm getting kind of like warm over here. (laughs) So she just recently met someone um, who just started off as friends and she made it clear that she wasn't ready to date him. But um, along the way, he started openly saying and expressing to her that he likes her. They always do. Mm -hmm. 
And so she said on his he's on his grown man level. He's helping her with her mind, body, soul and finances and getting her confidence back. Ooh, that's deep. Yeah. OK. Um, what else? And then she thinks that she likes him and that she wants to be with him. Um, let's see what else she said. Uh, he's a grown man, but doesn't stress her out. He checks on her. He makes sure she's OK. And um, he's just a dope-ass friend. So it sounds like he's definitely fulfilling a void. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in the game for a while. I'm a devoted wife. I was a devoted wife, sorry. And I need some advice. He's a really good person and friend, but my ex has been MIA, and I don't feel like looking for him anymore. Signed, I need some help, ladies. All right, so let's help her. You want to go first or you want me to go? Whew, let me just process this, girl. Okay. Go first. Because you you're process. married, and she's married. So, um, yeah. let us know, like, from a married perspective, how do you, like, deal with something like this? Okay, I have th- two thoughts that come to my mind right away. One is that you definitely don't want to start a new chapter before ending the other one. So, I know you said you can't find your husband, but you probably want to, you know, file some paperwork, do something to end that chapter. And then I also feel like, you shouldn't just jump into a new relationship. I feel like when you are in a bad place, you gravitate to what you're lacking. So this new guy seems to be the whole picture and seems so great and everything, but he's just giving you what you don't have. Yeah, but, but then, it also sounds like she's she's not really saying like, um, she's just thinking about it. Right. And I think she should think about spending some time alone. Yeah. Definitely healing. I think, um, you know, the big part about cheating is very hurtful Mm -hmm. and um, it can do it can play a lot on your mental state, you know, and not feeling good enough, not feeling valued, not feeling loved. Mm -hmm. So definitely I think some self-love, some self-care is very important. Um, I agree with filing some paperwork. I would definitely file for like a separation and then maybe try to get some counseling and get a better understanding of each other. And, you know, just have a communication because I don't know, maybe she has kids, maybe she has other things she needs to work out, financial stuff. Right. I think it's best to keep um, a good relationship. And not only that, sometimes you don't mean to, but when you jump into something new after you got out of something bad, you end up hurting that new person because you weren't ready. Right. So I say if this guy's a great friend and all that, keep him that way for a while. And it's not to say that you're going to date someone else or you don't need to date him at all, but maybe just give yourself some time to heal from that relationship first. Yeah. And I mean, the the part that kind of really bugs me that like I just want to slap this man is like she even says like he cheated on her a few times. And not only still, that, he dogged her out, too. Yeah. And but she still wants him to be his best self. Like she's still putting herself to like the back end. And for me as a woman to you, I say, put yourself first. Like, and you know, especially when someone's putting you last, make sure that you're taking care of you because that's all you got. And you're the only person who gets to look at yourself in the mirror. So yeah, I would definitely start taking care of yourself. And if he's MIA, I'm with you girl find out where you can send him papers. (laughs) Yeah. You got to move on and you, it starts today. He's gone. So you need to get gone too. 
Yeah. And I mean, I'm not saying like go full on divorce. I'm saying take some time time. apart Mm -hmm. and, you know, figure out like, hey, like, where do we go from here? Like, let's take some time apart and see if if this is what we want to do. And then for the new guy, I think uh, Megan was saying like, you know, he's just fulfilling what you're missing from your your husband. And so, like, I think take your time with him to have fun. I don't know, maybe use him to be the person that helps you get over the situation. And yeah, as long as you're open and honest with this guy, then you have nothing to feel bad about. Yeah. But don't let him, don't let him be the reason why your confidence is going up. Yeah. No, make sure the confidence is coming from within. That's why I say work on yourself, Mm -hmm. whatever you feel like you're lacking or you're not very strong in or powerful in, and especially in your, previous relationship i think you should maybe write down like some things that you could have done better as a partner or you know and just give yourself a really honest conversation right i agree yes girl well good luck and i um i'm praying for you i hope that it all works out and and don't be afraid and don't be embarrassed like i think i was telling megan this earlier like i think i think you even mentioned in your letter that um you knew he wasn't the one from the beginning Mm -hmm. and it's okay to walk away at any point you know like free of judgment i think we need to be comfortable with just letting people be who they want to be and make their decisions because let me tell you something if i'm walking down the aisle and i get a message from god that says this ain't the one I ain't walking down no aisle. Yeah, do what feels right all the time because you might be embarrassed today, but that will be a blessing tomorrow. Yeah. So never feel forced into making any decision, no matter how deep you are into it. Right, even the finances part, because I'm sure you'll end up spending more money trying to divorce someone than uh, the few thousand you spent on a wedding. Or therapy because you married the wrong person. True. So good luck and follow up with us and let us know how everything turned out. Yeah, be strong, girl. You got this. Yep. We're rooting for you. Mm-hmm. So now, let's move into our main topic for this week, which yes. is intimacy, like we said earlier. Ugh, yuck. So, Rebecca, <laughs> do you feel like um, relationships need both love and intimacy? Definitely. You need both, for sure. Why? Why do you think that? Um... So why do you need both? I think you just need balance in the relationship. You need to like, yeah, balance is key. You need that. Mm -hmm. You need to be able to like be, I don't know, intimate with the person, but still love them. I think those are two separate things. Like love is like more like care. And I think um, intimacy is like more like vulnerability. I can't even say that word. So how do you define really intimacy? So intimacy like I said it's definitely when you're most vulnerable Mm -hmm. and it's like I think when someone can pick you up at your weakest moment or your weakest spot in your life or in your heart and just like really just encourage you without even using words right it's kind of like this this soul energy that that meets one another and like you and that person just share such a a space that no one else can kind of touch like like I was thinking I was telling you earlier if you buy me flowers I'm like okay this is great but if someone who knows me in an intimate level buys me flowers they'll probably know like what color what kind of vase and Mm -hmm. you know they just know very much a lot of details that I think that um, your everyday person doesn't really know about you yeah I agree because there are several types of intimacy and I think you touched on both of them that are important to me which is the emotional Mm -hmm. 
um, intimacy and then the physical intimacy as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, the emotional is super important because if I don't feel it in my head, I can't feel it in my body. Yeah. And it's like support. It's like feeling supported. Exactly. And heard and listened to and um, just knowing that someone cares, mm-hmm. you know, and wants to hear what you have to say and values your thoughts and feelings and opinions. And if you feel that way, like you said, you'll be more vulnerable and willing to you know, give your body yeah. and be more intimate in that way. Yeah. And I just think, um, like with intimacy, it's just like, just like letting yourself go to a place that you don't go with anyone else. Exactly. And it's just like this unspoken love. Like, it's just like love that we don't have to speak about. We're just looking at each other and we can probably have a whole conversation. Right. And getting to that point where, whether it's for a good reason or bad <laughs> that you guys know, because you know each other so well what you're feeling. So do you think like intimacy and lust maybe cross? Um, I think people mistake the two. Okay. Yes, because in the beginning of a relationship before you know people or you feel that lust, you want to know more about them. You want to get to that stage. Probably real but passionate. I think that's not real intimacy. Mm-hmm. I think intimacy manifests itself in several forms where... It's not the actual going all the way, but it could be just a touch or Mm -hmm. a look Mm -hmm. or a smell or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. however you define intimacy. And that's where I feel like people make the mistake. Yeah. That's probably like when they're like, don't look him in the eyes. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So um, can you have a happy relationship without intimacy, in your opinion? No. I mean, you can have a happy relationship, but is there balance there? Like, And I think- w- do you feel like you can be fulfilled if you guys love each other? You're madly in love, but mm-hmm. there's no intimacy. I mean, how, how are you madly in love with no intimacy? Because you possible? care for each other deeply, mm-hmm. but maybe that connection is, isn't quite there. So I think... Um, Oh, sorry. In certain mm-hmm. relationships, I think there sometimes you'll have more intimacy in certain points of your relationship. So I think, yes, but I think you have to get back to it. I mean, I think there's some people that are like, oh, this is like my love at first sight. And it's always constant. Like I, every time I look at this man, I always feel like I'm lighting up. But I think it can change. You don't think it can change? I definitely think um, that it can change. And I do think it will change at different parts um, in your relationship. And it needs to because sometimes you might need more physical, but other times you need more emotional. Mm-hmm. And um, you have to be able to adjust because we're, ch- we're all changing every day. And you're trying to change with another person. So right. you need to be able to adjust. So what's like intimacy like in a marriage? Um. It's making you sure you satisfy those three, like I was telling you about, that emotional side, the physical side, and then the big one also is the intellectual side. What's the most important to you? I think they all work together, but for me, um, emotional. Mm-hmm. All women want the emotions. <laughs> yeah, for me, like like I said, I have to feel like you care about what I'm saying, how I'm feeling, and everything else. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. I have to feel that way physically as well and then I always want to grow and be better and so that intellectual part is a huge part too because I don't want to stay the same person I am today I want to be better and greater I might be a slut because I just I want to feel the intimacy (laughs) (laughs) 
So I think for, to for have that. a long lasting relationship, yeah. you have to have all of those components. You do. You really do. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Do you think it's okay to spend long periods of time without intimacy? No, I don't think it's healthy. But what if like in life we go through things? So mm-hmm. let's say your partner, I don't know, got laid off yeah. and they're not feeling good about themselves. They feel less than because they're a man and they're supposed to be the provider. Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't want to be okay, intimate. But we just said it has so many different forms. So that means you need to step into another form of the intimacy. So like, what would you do in that situation so as a partner? I, I would try to like, I'm. I'm all about like building people up. Like I even do that in my, my business. Mm -hmm. So I would, I would probably come from like a mental standpoint and just like remind him like, yo, you, you that nigga. You wasn't, (laughs) I wouldn't be with you. Right. 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 So, um, I think once you build some help, someone build their confidence back up, then all these other things kind of come back into play. Mm -hmm. And so, and then just letting them be free to do what they need to do to feel fulfilled and just if that means giving them that space yes I think they need to have that space and that's totally okay and I won't feel a certain way but I think going like extended periods of times like let's say you say three months of like no intimacy and no touch no like that is I think that's just being selfish like you don't think that's selfish uh yeah I think in a relationship you should think about the other person so it is but um I think it's our job to constantly adjust. And so mm-hmm. we're, we're going to be going through hard times and that person needs to be there to reassure us mm-hmm. that everything is good and we need to do the same for them. Right. But what do you think is too long? How long is too long to let someone wallow and just be distant from you in a relationship? I mean, if you even think about it, two weeks of someone being really distant with you for a woman, like that can really set us off. Yeah, I can't imagine. So I, I'm not saying like two weeks is a cutoff, but two weeks is like, all right, motherfucker, like, I'm about to start slapping you. <laughs> like you like, I don't know. I'm not really going to slap you, but you know what I mean? Like I'm going to get fed up. Right. And so it's going to change the dynamic of our relationship. So I think for a healthy standpoint, I think sometimes you just got to wake up and be like, all right, look, I can't drag my significant other through this because it's not really their fault. It's not really mm-hmm. their problem. Like, yes, we're having a problem together, but at the end of the day, like this is my mental state. Like I need to have that in check to be a good partner. Right. And it only, it takes so much nudging, you know, like I don't want to constantly be bang- babying someone like you got this, you're good. You're going to, yeah, you know, no, it's no. like at some point that becomes unattractive too. Right. Right. So, I mean, that person needs to find their outlets, what's going to keep them motivated and keep them. And that's up to them. Like, that's why, like, it's so important to find your happiness outside of your relationships and know your triggers and know what's going to, like, get you back on track. Because it's really not your significant other's responsibility to get you together. Like, you know what I mean? Like, of course, of course, it makes sense that they're there for you and that they support you in your struggles or your journey. Right. But it's not their responsibility to necessarily pick you up. You you should have to pick yourself up. Yeah. Especially for me, I hate when people say it's like two people coming together and it's 50 50 and turn to 100 no it needs to be two complete whole people Mm -hmm, coming mm -hmm. together to create something even better yeah that's when that's when you make it great though like yeah you cannot find yourself through somebody else no and everyone needs to realize that and i think that's what happens when um when people have these big breakups or these you know what i mean Mm because they've relied on this person to give them this confidence or give them 
you know, some things that they haven't provided for themselves. So then when they have this big breakup, it's, it's a big deal because a big part of them is, is going to be missing. Yeah. Especially if you look at couples who their whole life is their spouse. Like we look at, um, Wendy Williams and how her husband was, he worked with her, he lived with her, everything. And then we see that was her assistant. Right. And then there's Mary J. Blige as well, how he Mm -hmm. was her producer and all this stuff. And they Mm -hmm. both, were lost because that was their world. You need yeah. some type of separation. Yeah, definitely. Especially when you're an entrepreneur and you're doing like this kind of stuff. And I get it. Like keep your money in your household. But I think the peace factor is more important. Yeah. And if you are going to work with your spouse, that's fine. But find something for yourself. Mm-hmm. They can't be your, a part of every single thing. Yeah, because I think, honestly, guys get really bored. And they try to pretend like, oh, no, babe, I'm, I'm here. And yeah. It's like, nah, I know your ass is bored because I'm bored. <laughs> well, speaking of men being bored, how do you feel um, about how you can get the intimacy back into your relationship after um, someone cheated? Infidelity. Oh, oh, my God. I think it's up to the person who cheated to bring him back. <laughs> Because, like, oh, Well, no, no, let's say, okay, he cheated. Mm-hmm. And you forgave him. You decided to forgive him, but, you know, you have to forgive him your he- with your head and then your heart, too. Mm-hmm. You know, that's two separate things. Mm-hmm. And then they're doing all the right things to get back in your good graces. How do you get yourself, your body, and to feel like I can trust him again and be vulnerable again? I think it really takes time. But if we really, like, if we're really honest... I think as women, I think we accept it and we move on. But are we ever really healed from it? That's the thing. I don't think so. I think once someone violates you in that way, there will always be... A heaviness, always. Yeah. And you'll always be skeptical and... Yep. Even when you're trying your best not to be, I think I think you, you probably go on a good run. Like, oh, yeah, I trust him, and you're probably having a good time. And then something will trigger you, and you'll be like, ooh, that did not feel good. And so, But then yeah. when you think about it, what are we really saying, though? Is the relationship worth saving then after infidelity? Um, I think it depends on the nature. So, like, in the past situation like she was married and you know you have a lot Mm -hmm. you can't just run because you know you're married you made a commitment to god and all these things so you can't just say oh i'm shutting it down so but you made a commitment saying that you will be my one and only for for the rest of your life yeah but you also said for better or worse so that's the worst of it i think you cheating isn't out (laughs) does it say it in the vows it depends on what your vows say Yeah, I mean, I think cheating really puts a nail in the coffin because it's really hard to get out of that. And it's like you look at the man in his face and you just like, why? Like, yeah, I think it's really hard. You have to know yourself when it comes to that situation. Will you be able to mourn the loss of that relationship and start a new one with this person and completely forgive them and not hold it against them? If you can really sit down with yourself and say, you know what, I can do this and I trust that he won't do this again, then sure. But if you're going to spend the rest of your life not trusting him, checking Mm -hmm. his phone, checking Mm -hmm. where he's been, and also not feeling confident enough in yourself and feeling like you're good enough that he might just do it again, then what's what's the point? Yeah, and I agree with that. But I'm trying to say on an honest point, like I think a lot of women 
are not doing that. They're not checking the phone. They're not doing all these things, but they're still really not like deep down. There's, they still have like this little gut feeling. That's kind of like, like you don't really fully trust it. Like I just think Mm -hmm. in general, like for me, when people cross me or do something wrong to me, it shows me who you are. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, and people necessarily don't really change. They either get worse or they get better. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think it kind of kind of stabs me. And I'm like, okay, this is who this person is, right? And am I willing to deal with who they are? Right. And do I love them through it? Because right. we could all put up with anything, but do we want to? Because right. when you think about a big commitment like marriage, and then you think about, I'm saying yes to you for the rest of my life, do I want to have to put up with you? Or do I want to enjoy being with you and love it and you know, think the annoying things you do are cute, you know? Yeah. It's a huge difficult. deal. Yeah. Wow. I don't know, sis. You yeah. the married one. I'm sitting here single like, mm-mm, you, you play too much, <laughs> you, you cheated, bye. Right. Bye. Yeah. I mean, that's not cool, but women cheat too, so. Yeah, they do. They sure do. So you need to make sure you ready and just pray that he asked you because he ready. Yeah, but the thing is, I feel like I've never been a cheater in my relationships. I'm always good at just saying, yeah, nah, I'm I'm straight. Yeah. Yeah, that's just not cool. If you don't want to be there, then end it. That's so just my say. How do you keep intimacy spicy in a marriage? Like when you've been married 10 years. Ooh, <laughs> oh November, 10 years. Oh, my God. We got to do a 10-year episode. Right? Um, I think by constantly changing it up. Not doing the same stuff all the time. Girl, like, how much stuff can you do? I mean, it doesn't have to be, like, every single time we're going to add in something else. But it could be, you know, maybe everything has been settled for a while. So then you pop up with some, like, phone sex randomly. Mm -hmm. Or sending pictures. Or going to a store together and getting something fun. Mm. You know? And then, you know, just making that time for each other because right. as life gets easy you need to make sure that they're still your number one yeah it's not uncomfortable yeah my friend um she has like a instagram live uh girl chat thing and she had a guy on this week and they talked about like wearing lingerie so yeah. like and and she said like she's so tired of guys just saying oh take it off like and i just walked in like dude <laughs> so what's your take on that Um, For me, when I got married, um, I decided to only wear, like, really cute and sexy pajamas and stuff like that. (laughs) So I always look good, like, to go to bed. I always smell good. I always look good because, for me, that's That's important. You always got to smell good and feel good. Yeah, like, and it's I don't know about sexy pajamas every night. But it's comfortable for me, too, because it's, like, maybe a satin little dress or, like, okay. you know, like, or a robe. I'm or like, just... girl, because ain't nobody wearing no lace panties to sleep. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> you got to be comfortable. For right. me, it's just always a little, like, satin something. Okay. So it's just cute. Yeah. And... Yeah. And I think that just also has to do with, like, personality and style. Yeah. Because some people like to go to bed in their muumuu, and that's fine, too. Yeah. I ain't doing a muumuu, but <laughs> you definitely going to get a bonnet here and there. Yeah. So... Um, it's all about what you feel comfortable with. But for me, that makes me feel good. It makes me feel sexy. So, you know, I'm ready. Yeah. See, <laughs> I've worn lingerie in the past. See, I'm being open. Yeah, right girl. Now. Good job. <laughs> um, but, like, mm, they don't deserve it. So I'm like, 
I'll wait for my husband and then yeah. You yeah. know, I had to get the little practice rounds in to see. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't know they didn't deserve it at that time. Now looking back, you know. No, like, I knew. Oh wow. I, I was like, I mean, not that I knew that they didn't deserve it, but I knew that this isn't isn't something I want to offer just someone who isn't my like life partner. Right. Yeah. So yeah. How would you spice it up if you were in a relationship that kind of went into a rut? Um, like you said, I would keep change switching it up. Like mm-hmm. probably be at a stoplight and then, you know, if no one's in the car. Oh, <laughs> oh she's trying to get arrested, y'all. <laughs> no, we got some nice tints. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I would just keep it spicy. I just I would just have fun. Honestly, like you just have to have fun with your partner. You do. And you have to like know their like what what makes them happy. And so like I'm a I'm kind of a people pleaser, so I think yeah, I have no problem in that area of keeping people happy. So, yeah. Yeah. And also another thing for anyone who's looking to spice it up, um, just you guys maybe taking a day off and taking a day trip somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like Patrick and I have definitely like sent Wayne to school, both took the day off, drove somewhere and came back by the time it was time to pick him up. And it was just a fun time, you know. Yeah. So just doing spontaneous little things that will bring the spice back into your relationship. I think you and Kat showed me an episode of some show. Once again, I don't watch TV, but I just remember that guy like bringing in a toy. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, yeah. What yeah. show was that? I don't remember. Yeah, but that was so weird. I don't know about that. Like, oh, I think guy... that was a Sean BT. Okay, yeah. But yeah, the yeah, guy, yeah. but like a dildo. Like, uh... yeah. I mean, in that situation, it did not go well. That is. <laughs> That is too spicy, for right? Me. But I mean, but it wasn't for her, so that was the right. You guys, oh, that was sisters on BT. Okay, okay, that's what it was. But um, yeah, if y'all are comfortable with that, do the damn thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do, but whew. well, yeah, I think this is getting a little too spicy. So let's talk about what we've been watching, girl. Girl, I don't watch nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you. Okay. Yeah, go first. So let me tell you a couple of things I have been watching, you guys. Mm -hmm. So first thing, Real Housewives of Potomac is back. Oh, my God. I love them. They're so funny. They are funny. Sorry to say they're the worst dressed housewives. And it's still Yeah, their glam be kind of like, it'd be looking real budgety. Yeah. I don't know. It's like too loud with all these red and yellow colors and the weave be looking stuck in the air like, baby. Yeah. But it had me thinking, (laughs) I was watching and two of the characters like have been in a fight since last year. And a question that I got from it that I wanted to ask you is, do you think an apology is always necessary between friends or can you just let it go? Um, I think an apology is always necessary because someone's hurt, right? So Mm -hmm. if you let it go. I think certain personalities and certain people hold on to it a little bit more. Like there's nothing to let go of. If you apologize and I accept the apology, then I can let it go and we can move on. But if we just kind of brush over it, it starts to become like lumps. Like, you know what I mean? Like I get what you're saying and thinking about it that way, then I get it. But I was saying no, hmm. I think, with friends sometimes an apology like me saying I'm sorry is not necessarily always needed I like people to show me by action so if you did Mm -hmm. something that pissed me off I don't need us to sit down and have a conversation about it and you tell me how you felt I I don't need that Mm -hmm. the next time 
like I feel like people can know when I'm upset by mm-hmm. the way I text or the, I talk or whatever you can tell I'm annoyed but if you come with different energy or come and change it up then I don't need you to apologize to me yeah but I think I think it's necessary because and not maybe not in every situation but I think it's necessary to account for someone's feelings because yes that person truly might move on and might kiki kaka with you but it's still hurt so then like when something similar is going to come up again they might blow up on that second time because they didn't you know they didn't handle it with you the first yeah yeah I get that because it's like okay I let it slide the first time but this time like I'm going no I know for my personality, I hate talks. Like, Me too. I don't want to. Like, yeah. let's just, like, move on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's probably why we've been friends so long. Because it's just like, okay, whatever. I think like, we get each other where it's like, okay, we're getting frustrated. We need a little space. Right. And we both get that about each other. And mm-hmm. so it works. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I think, once again, it's just like knowing who your friends are and you know, knowing how they need to be handled. Some right. people need that, like, extra grooming. Like, I really don't need the extra grooming. But then I also feel like sometimes if someone did something that really bothered you, you kind of always look and be like, okay, like, I really did not like that. And, and then you yeah. have a guard up. Yeah. So. Mm. And then another thing that came to my mind while watching it, too, was can you be friends with with someone whose friend says bad things about you publicly. Wait, run about Okay, what? so you have a friend, mm-hmm. right? But your friend has been saying horrible things about me. Let's say in the show it was a a woman and her husband, like that she's been cheating on him with someone and they saw it publicly. Mm-hmm. So you're my friend, but your friend has been talking shit about me and my relationship. Oh, Can you no. be friends with them? No. I mean, okay, so what I would do is I'm not going to say I can't be friends with them. I would say, listen, um, you're going to respect my friend as if they were in the room. And the thing is, I feel like if you're really a down friend, them people don't feel comfortable talking poorly about someone that you ride with. You know what I mean? That's how I feel, too. Because they know you're going to get their ass together. Right. So in that situation, for me, I'm going to get the person together and they're never going to open their mouths in that manner. But then also, if this person is throwing, like, shade and kind of making my friend feel bad and look bad, I really don't... But they're both your friend, and I think that's the hard part when it comes to relationships, because she's not saying it to you. Mm-hmm. She's not, you know, she is talking publicly to other people but about then, So that you. means that's what she would do to me. Right. If, that's how I feel, too. Pissed, it's so, never nah. okay. I'm yeah. not going to be friends with someone who does that, because I could be the next person. Right. And you never know when they're ready to, like take off and choose you as the victim exactly yeah no i I tread lightly with people like that because like i said like what they'll do to someone else they'll definitely do to you you're no different yep and like i said that's their personality traits that's who they are so just you know just be cautious yeah but yeah that was real housewives of potomac and um you guys should tune in it comes on i think sundays on bravo and this is season three so it's getting yeah support them it's getting juicy so make sure you tune in and watch real housewives so you wanted to talk about something on social media um i did what did i want to talk about i think it was cardi b oh my god wop was a flop (laughs) (laughs) why you say that i mean i just i don't know like it was a little too explicit for me yeah that song i can't sing any of it okay right (laughs) but the thing is it's like i don't want to listen to that like 
I don't know. It just doesn't pour well into my spirit. I don't know, because I can't really talk, because back in the day, I used to bump Trina, and, you know, she was yeah. always graphic, No, but don't get, yeah, don't get me wrong. I bumped the City Girls, and, like, right. I really like that new song, P-Talk. But, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Like, this one was just, like, real vulgar and dirty to me. Like, it just seemed dirty. I don't know. Sometimes I like Cardi, but sometimes she just gives me dirty vibes. <laughs> Well, I did like one thing she said in that song, which is that she don't cook and she don't clean, but she still got a husband. And I agree. Like, she got a lot of flack for that on social Mm -hmm. media. And it's Mm -hmm. like, what's the problem? Yeah, there's no problem. I think um, people forget, like, there's levels to this. So, like, you can marry someone who's like, listen, I don't really like home-cooked meals. I have a chef or, you know what I mean? I like takeout food or, you know? Yeah, like... What does you being domestic at home have to do with you being married? Nothing. Like, we're not in the 80s anymore or 70s or whatever. Like, you don't have to cook and clean to get a man. Yeah, and people are stupid because every man has different needs. Like, that man might be a chef himself and be like, look, I don't want you cooking for me. You don't cook well. And (laughs) how do those things define you? Like, for me... I don't like to clean, so I hire somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't. Like, I would rather spend my time hanging out with you, hanging out with my kid, yeah. doing whatever, yeah. instead of slaving over my home when I can, I work so that I can afford those yep. things. And that's another thing. It's just, like, knowing convenience. And like you said, like, opening up that time to be with family, if you can afford to have someone clean up. And, I mean, I think when you even look at it, like, I don't even think it's very expensive. I think it could be very inexpensive to have someone clean up your house for two or three hours, and you can spend that time with family. I think um, the U.S. and just, like, people in general have gotten so, like, filled up with all these roles and what you should do and what you shouldn't do instead of really fulfilling their families and, you know, being present. Exactly. So, yeah. No, I agree with Cardi. You, you don't got to do it. Like, I mean, that's your man. Exactly. Yep. And you know what? You know, if some people love it, so it's not for us, girl. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I ain't going to cook and clean because I, I enjoy cooking, mm-hmm. but I don't enjoy doing it all the time. Like, I, I think once again, it. it's just like some balance, like. Maybe my man needs to cook one night and maybe I need to cook. And maybe if he's a really busy guy, well, baby, you better be really busy with booking somebody to come cook sometimes. Right. Or some, uh, <laughs> some takeout. Yeah. For me, I don't love to cook. So what we do is whoever comes home first, I happen to come home first most nights out of the week. But if I didn't have to, a chef is coming in here too. Yeah. So. Cause I feel like if you don't cook it with like a good heart, like if you didn't want yeah. to, that should be nasty. Hell yeah. So <laughs> dry, burnt, like no, nobody wants that. So just do what you want to do and what you feel comfortable with. Don't feel pressured because of society to do anything. Yeah. True. But this week I want to talk to you guys about a black owned brand that I'm loving and it's for the fellas. Oh, it's for fellas? Yeah. Okay. So it's called Savare Fair. I hope I'm saying that right. And it's a fragrance company. Um, it's men's cologne. I think their site has three. My husband has two of them that I bought for him. And what do you think? Don't they smell good? Um, let me see. Smell them. I always like more um, unisex fragrances anyways. I tell, I tell my friends all the time, it's like, with me being like not married, I kind of like the smell of man on me even yeah. when I'm not. 
So, like I said, it's a black-owned company, mm-hmm. and I was on their site because I wanted to give y'all the plug. So, the site says, the notion behind the fragrance is exclusive inclusion, and mm. it's for all of your beautiful layers. Mm. It starts out bold with spice and smoke, slowly resting into a gentle, sensual, and intimate invitation. Wow, they actually hit it on the note because that's exactly what it smells like. Yeah, it's just a really sexy scent mm. for the men. Um, so y'all though, they're ninety five dollars, but oh, they they're high. almost all sold out. So that's you good. need to go to the site and get you some. So, like I said, it's Savir Fair, and it's S A V O I R E F A I R E dot com. And you can also go to their Instagram and see. It's super dope. But I'll also put it in the description box of the episode if you um, want to order some. So it's actually giving me the vibes of Creed, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know which one this is. Like the Beauty Noir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that the name of that one? Yeah. Beauty Noir. Yeah. I like that. That smells good. I'm going to spray the other one on my hand. Yeah. I like I like more stuff like that. Like joe malone and i'm smelling like essential oils so is patrick wearing these yeah pat's wearing them and i love them you know he just walks into the room and you can just it just smells so masculine i like them for me though because <laughs> you can always like layer this with like a mm-hmm. sweeter essential oil and exactly soften it up. so yeah are you loving anything um so right now i actually i tried fabletics Oh, really? <laughs> and I'm actually loving it. I went there and uh, ran into my old cheerleading coach. And I was like, oh, hey, girl. And she helped me pick up some stuff. So She works there? Yeah. Oh, wow. So it was actually really cool because it was someone who knew my body type and knew what mm-hmm. I would be like, um, like more self-conscious about. And so she picked out some really good pieces for me. And um, I love them. So the question is, are you going to keep up with this subscription? Because I don't know if they know how you are, but I know how you are. I'm cheap. Y'all, I'm cheap. Y'all, Rebecca will get the, you know, free one month of everything. And then on day 29, she canceled it. Well, that means it wasn't worth it. Like, I wasn't that moved. (laughs) Yeah, y'all. I do not believe in wasting my coin, okay? Okay. When you're an entrepreneur and you don't work for somebody and you don't know if your coin's going to be rolling in the same next month... You're very strategic about how you spend it. So, I mean, if it's moving me, I'll make sure that I do the extra to afford it. But I think I'll continue with this. The one thing you can do is you can skip your month if um, you don't see anything you want to purchase. But I think um, I always buy workout clothes anyways. Yeah, like I live in workout clothes. Yeah, I'm not trying to live in them, but they're actually very trendy. So Yeah, they're cute. I feel Mm -hmm. like... um, I love Kelly Rowland's collections. Like her stuff be so cute. Oh, wow. Yeah. Kelly Rowland. Like, I love that they pick different ambassadors. I think every month they pick a different, like, celebrity ambassador. That's and, dope. um, yeah. It's good to know that that stuff's not just a fad, you know, just something that celebrities put their name on that is actually good quality. Yeah, it is. It is. I liked it. I mean, I was going to go to Lululemon, but then I go to Lululemon and spend, like, 180 on one pair of leggings. And Hell no. I went to Fabletics and got two pairs of leggings that were, like, I think $100 for $24. I was like, yeah. You know my okay. cheap ass. All right, yes. y'all. Go to Fabletics. Try Rebecca Cosigns. Yes. Go to the Old Orchard location and see Crystal. She's bomb. Okay, so before we get out of here, I have my weekly question for you. Mm-hmm. If you had to break up with someone with one sentence, what would it be? I'm done. 
Two words. Yeah, like it won't be a full sentence. Like I don't know. What would yours be? Like I don't know. Um, I don't think I can do it in one sentence. Like I'm such. I'm talkative. For me, I'm not. So it would be. I'm over it. I say that all the time. But I mean, that means he don't know that it's over for since you say it all the time. But no, I'm over it and I'm walking out. Like that's how you know. I'm over you. I'm over this. I'm over it. Really corny. Like it's not me. It's not you, it's me. But it's always them, right? Yeah, it's always them. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, think about it. Let us know what you guys would say if you had one sentence um, to break up with someone. And Rebecca, where can they reach out? Yes, guys. So thank you for everyone who has been subscribing and liking and sharing and our And writing content. us letters. We love to read your letters. Yes, and thank you to the young lady who submitted this week. We appreciate your um, transparency, mm-hmm. um, especially during such a, like, a tough moment in your life. Thank you for sharing that with us, and we're praying for you, and we're ho- hoping that you find uh, closure in that situation. So um, we just want to encourage you guys, if you guys do send us letters, everything is confidential. Yes. And you can write us at uh, You Think You Grown Podcasts. On Instagram or yep. you think you grown at gmail.com. Yep. Again, thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Bye.